So guys, yeah, you know Omaha Steaks, right? Pretty good stuff. Uh, if you're looking for the perfect Father's Day gift for me, um, Omaha Steaks can help. <laughs> Buy Cliff a Father's Day gift. <laughs> exactly. Uh, what does dad really want uh, for Father's Day? Steak! Exclamation point. Uh, for a limited time, you can find a variety of packages filled with beautiful Omaha Steaks. Beautiful. Um, plus other premium meats, side dishes, artisan desserts, yummy, and so much more. I'm getting hungry for lunch, by the way. All ideal for dad's special day. These packages come flash, flash frozen? I don't even know what that oh, means. Yeah. Vacuum oh, sealed. No, but, but I think flash frozen is when you freeze food really fast so that it doesn't, uh, it doesn't damage the food as much. Oh, fantastic. See? Freezing. Yep. It's frozen kind of- like the flash. Um, <laughs> yeah. Where was I? <laughs> flash um, frozen. Yes, I know. I lost frozen. my place. My Vacuum sealed. Delivered in a cooler uh, with dry ice safely to your door. That means fresher than fresh. All backed by Omaha Steaks' unconditional 100% money back guarantee. Good. It's simple, delicious, a way to treat dad this Father's Day, and you're giving him something he will actually enjoy. Omaha Steaks is offering listeners a variety of amazing packages uh, that are perfect to send to dad for Father's Day. Go to omahasteaks.com and enter the code LIBERAL, L-I-B-E-R-A-L, into the search bar for to unlock savings of 50% and more. With code liberal, you'll receive free shipping uh, and a free one pound package. Ooh, I'm getting hungry again. Mm-hmm. Of delicious applewood oh, smoked steak cut bacon. The bacon. God likes this stuff, folks. <laughs> um, there are many more packages oh. available. Perfect for dad, me. Uh, all ready to be shipped in time for Father's Day. OmahaSteaks.com. Enter the code liberal in the search bar. Yummy, I'm hungry. <laughs> And, you know, let's, uh, and, and can I just say, like, it's I've I've learned a long time ago. Oops, sorry, get back to gallery view. I've learned a long time ago that uh, food gifts can be some of the best gifts. I have come here to chew bubble gum and kick ass, and I'm all out of bubble. Standing up and speaking out. Here's Hal Sparks. That is absolutely right. That is why we are here every Saturday, nine to eleven Pacific time. 11 one central time with Johnny Million joining us today. Um, for those of you s- joining us on the live stream at infotainmentwars.com, like it, subscribe to it, click it, thumbs up it. Uh, he's wearing his Jack Burton. Uh, Jack Butler. Uh, sorry, J- Jack Butler shirt. I was just doing a Jack Burton clip so uh. they see what that happened. Yeah, Jack Butler, who is uh, Steve Vai's character in Crossroads. And it's pretty um, much our Ed Sullivan on the Beatles. Yeah, Steve Vai and Crossroads. That's what everybody was like. Hang on, what can you do on a well, guitar? Yeah, right. What? And then the Yankee Rose video came out, and then it was just like, and then you found out, and this is one of the things that tears at the reality of your existence that Steve Vai played both guitar parts in the guitar duel at the end of the That's movie. The best. And so I've never been happier to see a man play with him. I, this isn't the wrong conversation to have. So. Um, by himself um, is the phrase I'm looking for. Hi, everybody. Welcome. Uh, hi, chat room. They're all saying hi, Johnny. Uh, he'll see. be joining in with you in a moment. Um, lots of news to get to. I feel like uh, I feel like Rachel Maddow right now. <laughs> like mm-hmm. l- lots of stuff. Thank you for joining us for this hour. Lots to get to. Um, we had a whole I've, different show planned. We had a whole different. Yeah, we had everything, and then all of a sudden, happens. yeah. Then all of a sudden, Russia. Yeah, this side note of stuff comes out we have had um over the course of this show you know like the the vacillation in news stories is extraordinary just the it's it's like watching the ekg of someone who's being electrocuted just it ping-ponging from story to story 
And in, in dealing with the COVID-19 pandemic and understanding that as national crises go, this is pretty much top of the line. This is, this, this is all you need. You know, you're, you're, you get something like COVID rolling into your country, your dance card is full. You're good to go. Yeah, I don't need any other scandals. I, you know what I mean? I, I don't, I'm we don't, yeah. we don't need civil unrest in the streets due to a man being murdered uh, by police. We, we don't, I didn't need it. Nobody needs it. No. Nobody was waiting for this going, you know, checking their watch. Nobody was. All those it, jokes that I even piled on about like, oh, what's going to happen in June? A volcano and like, volcano. how's Yellowstone doing? Yeah, first oh, murder hornets and then this and I'm like, meteors oh and yeah, and so civil unrest. Right, and all of these things kind of point to the interesting thing is all of these scandals are one scandal for the most part. Both the civil unrest aspects and the protests and the and the rioting and looting that went along with it, and COVID nineteen, um, and the economic crash that we're all experiencing, all are actually one scandal. And the scandal is that the president of the United States, the current occupant of the Oval Office, made a point of coming into office and eliminating anything he saw as a success by his predecessor yeah. and anything he couldn't get rid of or that was popular taking credit for. This yeah, is, I mean- He's that, pretty good at it too. Yeah, and all of, it's his only skill. Yeah. I mean, this is a guy who was born on third base and thought he hit a triple. He um, is in the, he and his family are in the process of suing a niece for writing a book that has too much truth in it, but not enough classified information to get a real injunction. The judge pushed back against that today or yesterday. So uh, he's trying the, to stop the Bolton book and his niece's book? Yeah, and Mary Trump's book at the same time. Under the idea that Mary Trump, uh, niece to uh, Fred Jr., the, the older brother who died of, of, of allegedly of alcoholism, he died of a heart attack. They believe it was related to his drinking. Oh, sure. That's been the constant refrain. At this point, with the number of people that Putin is snuffing to get his things done, I'm not taking anything for granted. I'm not getting into the conspiracy world, but I'm not automatically buying a, a family's version of medical events, especially when it's that family. And Mary Trump has written a book. It's coming out in August. They have filed an injunction and failed this week. There's another one being put forward to try and get her to not be able get to her. publish a book, which is about the the monster of Donald Trump that was created by the dysfunction of their family. She has a degree in psychology. She co-wrote a book on schizophrenia. She's she literally has in life chosen a path like a lot of people do. Thank you, uh, Hal Vickery and and uh, Paul Bellage and Lipschitz for the uh, the support right out of the gate this morning. So there has been in this family. Uh, it's no surprise that there's tons of dysfunction. Yeah. Um, you know, her uh, Trump's own mother basically somehow quoted as saying she knows she's raising a monster. Um, we we now will find out at least from what's Where being leaked out. Where does that quote come from? From her. 
but like, um, <laughs> where'd it get unearthed? I mean, we yeah. all knew she raised the monster. I, yes, uh, I don't. I'll have to look it up, but um, <laughs> because there's just simply too many. Yeah. This this story about how Trump doesn't drink because of his brother's alcoholism, which totally cuts against you know anything that uh, Noel Castor says uh, about Trump's alleged drug use on the set of uh, The Apprentice and at the parties afterwards. I think he does everything but drink. I think he's a dry drunk who loves uppers. Right. Yeah, that seems to be the case. It seems to be a, it's a speed thing. You know, yeah. it's. Um, <laughs> You know, and if he was a robber baron, he'd be a gin drunk in the 30s, you know, because all those guys drank gin with the thought that it helps you be better at math. But, um, yeah. Uh, Gotta work in some sniffs. Yeah, exactly. And that weird bump on the side of his nose that everybody points out all the time, myself included. But the point is, Mary Trump is writing this book about her uncle, basically going, he's awful. I've been around him my whole life. They're, the family not only sued her and her brother <clears throat> to get for them to get less of the inheritance because their dad died. So, I mean, obviously what they, he doesn't get his share. So they don't get his, they don't get their dad's share of the inheritance because he died. So they're, they get less. Also Mm -hmm. Trump apparently argues that his nephew, her brother shouldn't, they, that the, there should be no money in the inheritance that goes towards his health care because he has cerebral palsy. Like, you know, the lovely interactions of a family you would want in charge of everything meaningful. And we have we've had this thing about, you know, uh, Trump's footsie with both the Russians and the Chinese and it being related to money that he allegedly owes them. In some cases, absolutely owes them other other funds. I have not found the lockdown final article on this is the here's the ledger. Um, but in a lot of cases there, there's a bunch of stuff that, you know, is, is rather overt, even in spite of the fact that Trump, uh, and his family try to hide where that money came from and where it went. Uh-huh. You have Don Jr. And Eric on television saying the bulk of our investments come from Russia now Russia. at really <laughs> awkward moments. Right. So again, and this points to a specific thing, which is because Donald Trump was born on third base, thinking he hit a triple. He has been a second-generation rich kid in a uh, in the Manhattan real estate bubble. And I mean that as a dome, not as something that's going to pop in the traditional investment scheme concept, although I, I think it's time we start pulling that thread. I think American real estate needs to be the next big investment front in the, in the war on foreign influence in the country. It would make a huge difference. Um, and it would also uh, affect the amount of money from these real estate groups that gets to be piped into politics in our country in certain areas. And uh, anyways, so one of the areas, he, you know, he gets so behind in business, he's, he's obviously lost a uh, casino. He's, you know, he's bankrupt, bankrupt a casino. Uh, the brand has taken a dive over the last few years even before he became the most unpopular president in the modern era. A thing which he could have prepared for, knowing that it's a contentious office, knowing that they would have had to shore up and separate the name, the family name and the family business from the man as a president, that kind of thing. You know, what intelligent people do. But it's the lack of preparation and the idea that it's always someone else's fault 
that is at the primary root of all of these issues. Yep. His relationship with Russia and why he needed loans from them in the first place. His uh, issue with scuttling the pandemic response team and yeah, then being behind the ball with everything else. That's right. Having, you know, the cupboards were bare and rec- and without understanding the irony that he's been president for three and a half years. And if you discovered something was bare when you got an office that you thought would be necessary and you knew was going to be a pandemic and it was something you you would have been prepared for, blaming something that happened that you've been in charge of for three and a half years is is something that would get a CEO dis- sum- summarily dismissed with a security guard in the at the opening knock of the right. uh, of the board of directors meeting done and if covid if covid is just you know it's only as bad as a flu then then what does it matter how many ventilators that we have right you know yeah <laughs> yeah and we're just selling them to other countries just like we're building defense stuff we you know mm-hmm. that's that's all it is like it's it to him america's a business and he's having a hard time recognizing that you can't fire the poor you can't fire people <laughs> you can't fire citizens when well, they for, really need to step up their game right keep their clearly job. we gotta we gotta take a break when we come back i want to address t- in today's show all four of those areas and how they all have the primary problem of donald trump being lazy and entitled and essentially ignoring every possible threat in the future that we might say. So this, I'm just saying this doesn't bode well for a second term. If you're playing footsie with the idea that this is the guy, because if you think the next four years aren't going to have any crises in them, then by all means, he's your skate candidate. But if the last couple of months are any indication, um, and, and we'll leave Yellowstone out of this for the time being. I mean, I don't even recognize those states. That that park got me coffee. I don't know why we weren't drilling it for years. We'll be back right after this. Picture your face in the mirror. You see all those wrinkles around your eyes? How about crow's feet or large under eye bags? Well, imagine they're gone. And I'm not talking about some risky, expensive surgery. Just gone in minutes. It's called Plexiderm a clinically studied serum that visibly eliminates your wrinkles, crow's feet, and under-eye bags in minute. It's, it's the edge you're looking for. Simply put, you'll be blown away by the results. Plexiderm can give you the confidence you'll need to be yourself out at work or with friends. The best part is Plexiderm goes on clear so nobody knows you're using it, unless, of course, you tell them, which is sort of bragging. Go to triplexiderm.com and use my code SEXYLIBERAL for 50% off plus an additional $10 off. That's right, 50% off plus an extra $10 off. This offer is also available by calling 1-800-685-1292 and mentioning code SEXYLIBERAL. Plexiderm is backed by a 30-day money-back guarantee. Visit triplexiderm.com today and use the code SEXYLIBERAL at checkout. That's triplexiderm.com. Now let's get back to Hal Sparks Radio Program, Mega Worldwide. Okay, so um, before we get into all the areas where Donald Trump has ignored every possible danger and threat to the country until it's an absolute crisis and then basically said, it's the governor's fault, really. We're not in the business of this is not our thing. It's not, you know, can you imagine the 9-11 response? 
Oh, my uh, God. Uh, I, oh for, it's, it's absurd, right? So yeah. before we get into that, um, I would like to um, – there's one thing that's been particularly galling to me, and it keeps coming up, and I, it, it's incredibly frustrating, and I don't know how it keeps slipping through. The Trump has Trump makes a lot of statements. He he lies a lot. It, it is a you know is it is a, a a modern fact chair, checker's dream to go through everything that he says. Yeah. But there is one in particular that aggravates me more than anything that he's been saying lately, and that is the constant. And never-ending thing that we got VA choice passed, and everybody had been trying to do it for 45, 50 years. He whatever the last number he says, he adds five to it. Um, and everybody had tried to get it passed, and we couldn't. Get, and we were the ones who got it passed. I gave you VA choice. This is and what does VA choice mean when he says it? That if you can't. Uh, see a VA doctor, you can go see a private doctor. We pay the bill, right? This is, we've heard this so many times from him that VA choice, we got VA choice done. Nobody could get it done. Oh, sorry. The one moment I was getting a little audio chop, but hopefully it's better. Um, mm -hmm. That has been more than any other aspect of his lies and kind of, I mean, Beyond, like, like birther sounds quaint by comparison. And this is all tied together, uh, by the way. This is a, this is a situation where, um, let's see, do I, do you sound? All right. Say hello, Johnny. Let me make sure my audio. Hello, is Johnny. Good. Okay. Yeah, One, two, good. three, okay. four. I think so. I think so. It's good. Okay. So, um, the the lie about VA choice is one of the most consistent. It's it's to, it's of the multiple accomplishments he lists as his own. It is probably the one that rings the strongest with voters, I would say. Like if you heard that everybody had tried to pass VA choice and the veterans had a bet were able to go see a doctor, a private doctor. And, and it was Donald Trump that finally got that through. Mm -hmm. If it if that Sounds was the great. thing, you know, you'd be, you know, everything about it says that you would you you would go okay. Well, as much as I hate him, as much as I don't like what he did, I mean, I believe in our veterans and they deserve better. And this is something he can point to. You go well, okay, yeah, that was one of them. Like promises yep. kept, whatever. Okay, except for the fact that the VA Choice Act. Uh, otherwise known as H.R. 3230, was passed and signed into law in 2014 by Barack Obama. Now, one of the reasons, like I know uh, more than I need to know about bills. <laughs> uh, many people know that the reason I ended up on Stephanie Miller's show in the first place was because I read the Affordable Care Act all the mm -hmm. way through. And, uh, and I read it because people were going, no one has read this. No I'm like, this bill. Okay, I'll read it. So if everybody, whenever somebody goes, no one ever read, you go, well, Hal Sparks did that forever in history. So cover to cover, baby. 
And I'll do the same thing to the full Mueller report once the, I get a full unredacted version. I've read the other version. I'll read every version they put out, I'll, you know, once they addend, uh, you know, add the addendums. But I, I know about this one for more prurient personal reasons. Um, the original sponsor of VA Choice was a, a Kentucky representative. And I'm originally from Kentucky. I grew up in Chicago. Chicago's home to me. But I lived there. I lived in Kentucky until I was 14. I'm a Kentucky colonel. I, um, my dad worked for the state as an architect. My mom's a nurse. They, you know, we lived in Frankfurt in the capital where Mitch McConnell's been all of his life, you know, his adult life, when he isn't in, in China working on deals for ships with odd cargoes. Um, and so this was a Kentucky representative who had put the VA Choice Act through, had, had presented it, uh, sponsored it initially. It was introduced in October of 2013. It passed in 2014 and Obama signed it. The representative's name is Hal Rogers. He's another Hal from Kentucky who cares about veterans. And even though he's on the other side, this is a dude who went, we need to take care of this. And it became a public law August 7th, 2014. And what it does is it allows veterans, if they cannot get a uh, a, see a doctor in 30 days if they make an appointment and it's longer than 30 days to see someone, they can go to a private doctor and the, uh, the, the taxpayer pays the bill no matter who the doctor is. Or private doctor, a yeah. doctor for, for money. money, do what they tell me to do. Yeah. <laughs> Ain't we a pair, raggedy man? Um, so <laughs> different movie setup. Anyways, so. In that bill, 30 days, if you can't get an appointment, 30 days out, most of the window was below that. So that was in, that was for extreme situations, but it was set up there. If you can't get one in 30 days for, you know, for elective stuff like regular appointments, this was not if you needed uh, emergency room care or if you need if you had something, you know, that was egregious. The idea was you could set up an appointment for your regular VA appointment. You had you couldn't get it within 30 days of asking it. You could go to a private doctor. Most of the and with the idea that they would decrease the amount of time that it took for vets to see people, that would be part of the other improvements. So it was in correspondence with other stuff. Or if it was 45 miles to drive, if you had to drive 45 miles, you could see a doctor closer to you. The VA was more than 45 miles away. You could see a, a, a private doctor so you didn't have to drive that far. Um, the changes that the, that the Trump administration made to the VA choice bill was an addendum put forward in the Congress. Um, I don't have in front of me who made the addendum, you know, because it came out of committee. It was multiple people on the Veterans Affairs Committee. So it was mix of Democrats and Republicans hashing out details. But they lowered the 30 days to 20 days except in um, elective stuff, which is, tw is they lowered it by two days, 28 days. Instead of having to wait in 30 days, yet you, uh, you, if you had to wait 28 days, you, could, you, know, you got an extra two-day window. And if it was 30 miles, you had to drive instead of 45. 
largely because of people who are in places like Dallas or Los Angeles or places where the miles are less of a concern than the amount of time in traffic. So, you know, 30, 30 miles in Kentucky is not 30 miles in from the north side of Chicago, you know, or the south side of Chicago or to the west. Like it, that could be hours. So the idea was, hey, let's shorten the miles on it. Um, you can't do time because what does that even mean? So this time the is idea, a construct and a flat circle. That's right. Lunch is lunch is an illusion. Um, what is it? Uh, time is an illusion. Lunchtime doubly so. We got <laughs> we got to take a break. But House Bill thirty two thirty was the VA Choice Act. It was passed in twenty fourteen, signed into law by Barack Obama. There was a mild modification made to it in committee that Donald Trump signed into law based on investigative stuff that they did around the bill. They set the bill and they went, hey, we're also going to look into how we can make this better. Are there changes we can make? As you do with all bills, especially ones that deal with veterans' health. Um, Also, the ability for vets to get same-day mental health care because of the suicide rate which also Donald Trump has been touting as one of his accomplishments, was signed into law in 2016, was put uh, put out in force by the Obama administration and, be- and, and became active at the end of the year before Trump took office. So nothing about his VA choice assertion is true that they've been trying to do it for 45 50 years nobody could get it done i finally got it done and and not even it wasn't even like we need to make this better for our vets it came out of committee that way and he signed it like any president would have there is not a single oval office uh, like from I, i'm trying to think of anybody in the modern presidency Eisenhower, Truman, anybody back then. There's not a single person I can think of in the presidency that would not have signed off on these mild modifications. What is he going to do? Veto that stuff? Are you mm-hmm. drunk? It's insane. So the president did not get VA choice passed. That's a lie. It's an egregious and disgusting lie. And it was an accomplishment of and a response by a Kentucky Republican with the first name Hal, who who worked with Democrats and got a bill signed by the by our first black president in 2014 to help veterans, not Donald John Trump. It's a lie. Keep saying the lie, and nobody calls him on it. I'm calling him on it. We'll be back. You're listening to Hal Sparks Radio Program, Mega Worldwide. That's right. So um, the uh, there's so much to get uh, aggravated about Donald Trump about. And yet there are still his supporters who think that he's got a list of accomplishments that is just unprecedented, unprecedented, perhaps. Um, this is from Fox News's uh, town hall that Hannity gave him, which was talk about softballs in every direction. Everybody who asked a question had been pre-screened. It was a tip up for all the storylines that they want him to be able to talk about. They did everything they could to corral him into sounding like he was saying something, it, something. even marginally reasonable in answer. And by the way, yesterday on my live stream, 
I went through this whole thing. So if you want to go look at it, go to infotainmentwars.com and watch yesterday's episode. I go through at the end of the show, the entire Hannity town hall line by line as it happens. And in, in doing this, it, all these questions, there's a point where Hannity is literally trying to help him not sound like an imbecile. And, rec- and yes, and recognizing that he is failing miserably. This is and this is one of the questions he gets. This is the, one of the softballs. This is as a president, your easiest question for being here with us today. Say hello to President Wausau Trump. Wausau Windows, right? Windows. You know, I bought a lot of Wausau Windows. She works for Wausau Windows, by the way. Over the years. <laughs> and you know, it's, uh, I shouldn't give them a free commercial, but they did a good job. It's a great window. Is it it's so good? The glass, you can almost see completely through it. Wisconsin. <laughs> Love it up here. Thank you. Es un honor, señor presidente. My Cuban background. Good. 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 That was good. Good. What does that mean? I have a question. She said, it's an honor, Mr. President. Good. Question for you. I appreciate so much what you have done for this country. And I know it's been tough. What do you think is your greatest accomplishment in your eyes? So a lot of people think it's the fact that we will have, I think before I'm finished this term, we'll have close to 300 judges, federal judges. A lot of people think, because that's a, a record, that's a number. It's a record. I'm in the Guinness Book for the number of, like, psychopaths ever appointed. Yeah, 300 judges. All of them, by the way, uh, off off lists provided to them by the Heritage Foundation and ALEC and all these groups. None of them are like, like, literally, when you're listing your compliments because you're checking off boxes from right-wing groups that you, like, okay, throw them in there. I don't care. And the, uh, the idea, too, that... You're the dude who went through and found, I've approved 300 judges. I looked at all 300 of these people. We worked really hard. I looked for people. He's, he's nominated more people who have never, ever been a judge or a prosecutor or a defender to areas like he's offered up more unaccomplished non-legal professionals in, into judgeships than any president in history just to control the narrative with the idea that the stupid voter is eventually going to ask for something, and the only thing we're going to have to push back against it is to, is, you know, is some sort of, you know, judicial wall that we put up. That nobody can even believe. And part of it was that President Obama was unable to get judges approved. And Gee, wonder why that was. A large number, about 142 judges. So I took it off, got them approved. And then got a lot approved beyond. So we'll be close to 300. And I took it off, got them approved. So there was, for some reason, Obama couldn't get judges through. I, we have to get Merrick Garland on here to answer that question. What was it? Supreme Court judges, great ones. And uh, two of them, uh, and one of them sided with the minority this week, along with the other conservatives against him in both cases they put forward. And they denied... Nice. And they denied the two first, uh, Second Amendment uh, cases that came before them. They just said, yeah, we're not even going to look at that stuff. So I think a lot of people would say that. I think one of them, though, is our military. We have Space Force, which we've added after 70. <laughs> yeah, that's what did it. Guns in space. I, could, I was going to put pigs in space, but that's the next best thing. I want guns, you know, Space Force. We got Space Force done. No one was asking for space for it. Most people who give a crap about space wanted more 
funding for NASA, wanted more of an investment and a future for NASA, a distinct, you know, 20 to 30 year plan for space exploration and all these other things. Like, that's what you wanted. He's like, how do we get tanks in space? That's what I'm looking for. I want space tanks. In six years, we've added a new branch of the military. It's a big deal, a very important deal because space is going to be very important. It, it's, it is very important, you know, because if something doesn't spark joy, you're going to want to get rid of it. You need this space. He is. I would say the rebuilding of the military and the taking care of our vets. Here it comes. So this is the one I was talking about. This is how it always comes out. He has repeated this multiple we had times. a 91 percent shown approval rating the other day. The VA, the VA was a disaster all of my life. I've seen these horror stories. I don't want to I don't want to really jinx it because it's interesting because he's seen these horror stories, but he wasn't there in office when those horror stories were being confronted and fixed. Go around, find somebody that's unhappy, but you don't see that anymore. And no. our administrator, our secretary has done a fantastic job implementing a law that uh, he, did, he didn't have anything to do with. We're 91% approval rating with the VA, and we got Veterans Choice approved and Veterans no. Accountability. That's where you... No. No. That, I mean, that is a flat-out lie. Now, I, he says this so often and so blatantly and seems kind of impressed by it, so much so that I'm, I partly think this is beyond lie, this is actually his staff trying to get him to sign stuff that's normal by telling him he's the first. Uh, yeah, yeah. This is it. They're just trying to talk him into. That makes pretty you know, good sense. You should sign this. No one's ever been able to sign this before. Really? Mm -hmm. Yeah. No one has ever signed the piece of paper that's right in front of you right now. Nobody. Yeah. They've been trying to sign that piece of paper for 50 years since the tree was cut down in 19. <laughs> 68. Fire people that do a bad job. You couldn't do it before. Very hard to get. They tried to get it for 50 years because of civil service unions, etc. You couldn't, you know, get it. I got it. And the other thing is it. veterans choice where if they can't see a doctor, we have great doctors in the VA, but if you can't see a doctor, you go out and you get a private doctor. We pay the bill and it's, you have no idea how great it's been. And it's actually, yeah, yeah, we do. Uh, it's been great since 2014. You save money, believe it or not. You have no idea. But you have no idea. We save lives, tremendous number of lives. And I would say that's an achievement. But, you know, we've done a lot with the largest tax cuts ever, the largest. Uh-huh. And by the way, uh, not the largest tax cuts uh, ever. Um, and the regulations ones, I don't know why we're all supposed to be impressed by that one, because largely it has to do with allowing chemical companies to use chemicals that everyone knows causes cancer. Look, if you look at our regulation cut, Sean, more than any other administration in history, whether it's eight years or in one case more than that, we cut regulations and we have. He, he thinks, I guess, that Roosevelt, because he was in there more years, wasn't it didn't cut as many yeah, regulations. Count. We were still establishing what regulations were at that point. You know what I mean? Like, there's there's a lot of reasons why you broom out regulations, you replace them with modernized ones. You know, as as you look at COVID and how people learned about the treatments for it, stuff switches over time. You know, you learn things about metallurgy. Uh, you know, dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria, and and 
at some point, he seems to think like, well, we'll talk about the ships in a minute because he's at a shipyard. So have a lot more we're going to be cutting over the next month and a half, two months. So we've done a lot and we're very proud of it. And uh, we had the best, uh, you know, until this artificial problem, because I call it an artificial problem. It's not an artificial problem. He means COVID. Um, That's artificial? Yeah, no. Well, uh, if he's if this is his way of saying it was a bioweapon that the Chinese are using on us, that's a nice ex- escalation. But what I think he, he means is that it was an outside acting thing. It didn't it wasn't part of the economy that made the economy crash. And my response would be that your economy is your economy plus life. You don't it doesn't operate in a vacuum. You can't like look at the economy and go, our economy is fine except for the hurricane that wiped out our power grid and and all the stores and our supply chains. No, your economy involves that. And if your economy is not designed to be resilient in the face of those things, then it's a failure of your economy, not the natural act. I saw this headline, we got to take a break, but I, I saw this headline yesterday about this specific area of the coast and it said, this particular coast has taken, you know, 20 young lives over the last five years. And I went, no, it hasn't. It didn't get up from the edge of the sea and land and roam across the city, smashing people with water and stone. People died there. The, 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 the movable part are the people going to that place that is dangerous. The coast was not did not kill those people. Those people died trying to surf or swim in that particular area where they've been warned not to surf or swim. This is not an artificial interjection into our economy. This is how our economy in its current form responds to this situation. And in many ways, it's it's a, it's doing exactly what it's supposed to do. Governments all over the world, including our own, are shoring up the economy during a temporary collapse caused by an outside force. This is our economy. This mm-hmm. is how it's supposed to work. But the idea that this this was artificial, this was secondary. No, all of this stuff is part of life. You're, you're yeah, all right, we gotta take a break. We'll be back right after this. Picture your face in the mirror. You see all those wrinkles around your eyes? How about crow's feet or large under eye bags? Well, imagine they're gone. And I'm not talking about some risky, expensive surgery, just gone in minutes. It's called Plexiderm, a clinically studied serum that visibly eliminates your wrinkles, crow's feet, and under eye bags in minutes. It's it's the edge you're looking for. Simply put, you'll be blown away by the results. Plexiderm can give you the confidence you'll need to be yourself out at work or with friends. The best part is Plexiderm goes on clear so nobody knows you're using it, unless, of course, you tell them, which is sort of bragging. Go to triplexiderm.com and use my code SEXYLIBERAL for 50% off plus an additional $10 off. That's right, 50% off plus an extra $10 off. This offer is also available by calling 1-800-685-1292 and mentioning code SEXYLIBERAL. Plexiderm is backed by a 30-day money-back guarantee. Visit triplexiderm.com today and use the code SEXYLIBERAL at checkout. That's triplexiderm.com. Now let's get back with HealthSparks radio program, Mega Worldwide. So the 
the town hall that Trump did on Fox News um, near a helicopter pad with like planes taking off in the background, which sound like a tea kettle on television, just going, you know, and he's like, that's a beautiful sound. Like, yeah, I I would love a cup of tea. Uh, Hannity tries to softball. By the way, it was an hour long uh, town hall with people and questions that Fox magically cut down to 43 minutes. Interesting. Even minus the commercials. Interesting. So at the tail end, Sean Hannity tries to give Trump a, you know, a little tap up. Like, here you go. This make the case. You're running for re-election. You ran as an outsider last time. You've been in charge of stuff. The cupboards were bare for three and a half years. That's indicative of your leadership at this point. Yeah. What? What's your sales pitch to the American people for why you're you, they need to elect you? If you hear, Thank, thanks very much. I think I did a great job. In 131 days from now, at some point in the night or early morning, we can now project Donald J. Trump has been reelected the 45th president of the United States. Let's talk. How do? You, what's at stake in this election as you compare and contrast? And what is what are your top priority items for a second term? Well, one. What is your top priorities for uh, items for a second top, term? What, yeah, and okay. what compare and contrast? Compare and contrast. It, what's what's at stake? So obviously, if Biden gets in, what's going to happen? If you get in, what's going to happen? Tell us what you're going to do with four more years. This is it. Kill it. Knock it out of the park. Go for it. The things that will be really great. You know, the word experience is still good. I always say talent is more important than experience. I've always said that. But the word experience is a very important word. It's in a very important meaning. I never did this before. I never slept over in Washington. I was in Washington, I think, 17 times. All of a sudden, I'm president of the United States. You know the story of riding down Pennsylvania Avenue with our first lady. And I say, this is great. But I didn't. It's a cool story, bro. <laughs> it's just, you know, like I said, the, the, the grasp of the English language and the ability to just pull you into the narrative mm. and paint. He paints pictures with words, Johnny. He paints. I'm sitting there with the, f- the first lady going, this is great. You know the story. You know the story. It's great. No, very many people in Washington. It wasn't my thing. I was from Manhattan, from New York. Now I know everybody. Whichever one. And I have great people in the administration. You make some mistakes, like, you know, an idiot like Bolton. All he wanted to do is drop bombs on everybody. You don't have to drop bombs on everybody. You don't have to kill people. Sometimes if John, if John Bolton and... Okay, at the tail end of that, listen, everybody, listen to this. He's like, you get, again, we're, he's supposed to be comparing and contrasting what he is going to do in his second term and what's at stake. What, it, what happens if Biden gets in? What happens if you get in? What are your priorities? That's what he's saying. Yep. And what he goes to is sometimes you hire an idiot like Bolton who wants to drop bombs on everybody. You can't drop bombs on everybody. Listen to the tail end. He's starting to say, sometimes you have to drop bombs on people uh-huh. like he, like this. It's this it, Trump has his own version of both siderism. He likes to ride both sides. Of, you know, he likes to face both sides of the horse while he's riding bombs on everybody. You don't have to kill people. Sometimes if John, if John Bolton, and- sometimes you may <laughs> like and then he goes, if and then Hannity interrupts him. If John Bolton, what act release classified material? Should he be prosecuted? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Well, he did release classified. Actually, he had a, a judge said, 
that they released the book early so they, he couldn't do. He said, he said hey, he stop but it. he said, this is very dangerous what you've done for yourself. Oh, so what judges say matters then. So shall we uh, just keep Flynn, uh, you know, under prosecution and make sure that Roger Stone goes to jail on July 14th? I mean, if judges are important, if a judge is giving a very strong ruling, if how strong the ruling is, is what's meaningful, then you can't, I mean, compare and contrast these things. And also any money that you made, it's, uh, you know, good luck. This was a very powerful opinion that we had. No, uh, he's, uh, he's sort of a sick guy. There's something wrong with him. But I noticed that earlier and he made two very bad mistakes. He made a mistake where he talked about the Libyan model. And I won't go to explain that, but some of you understand he was on Deface the Nation. And he talked. Isn't that adorable? About uh, the Libyan model. That. I said, that's a disaster because you know why? And the other thing, you know why? he said, going into Iraq was a good thing. I said, okay, John, but now you know it wasn't, right? No, no, I still think it was. I said, so we're in for $8 trillion in the Middle East, and you think that was a good thing. And I'm pulling out. You know, I'm getting everybody out nice and easy. Everyone's going nicely, going nicely. You think it was good to go into Iraq, go into the Middle East? Yes. Uh, so those two things happened early in his little period of time. He was only there. And by the way, there is no way you don't know those two things about John Bolton. Right. You, it, you, those aren't things you, you're surprised, like where you're dating somebody for six months and suddenly you find out they're a horrifying racist. You, <laughs> you met them at racism summer camp, you know, where you were doing community service, trying to turn some of these little suckers around and it just failed miserably. Because you know why? Right. Why? Yeah, you know, you know the story. You know why? That our president just said, and, and because you know why, because like a six-year-old, right? And keep in mind, we're still we're. This is the argument for the second term. Remember where we were? Yeah, okay, let's, sure. Let's well. go back to that. Question. Once he said those two things, I no longer paid much attention to him, if any. But I'll tell you, he was good for one thing. Everyone thought he was crazy. Because all he wants to do is bomb people. You know, he'll fight Russia. Let's fight Russia. Let's fight China. Let's take him on at the same time. He's crazy. When I walked into a room with him, I knew that. When they saw Bolton, they always gave me what I wanted because they said, Trump's going to drop bombs on me. He's got this maniac with him. So in a way, oh. he helped me in terms of a negotiation. But seriously, he was. Uh, but seriously, I'm just kidding. He didn't do a good job. He wasn't smart. This is the argument for the second term still. This is compare yep. and contrast. He wasn't sharp. And he's the only man I think I've ever met. I knew him for a year, one year, whatever the time. It was short time. I don't think I ever saw him smile once. I said to him once, John, do you have a smile? And it tells you something Who's, about somebody. Ever, I don't think I've ever seen him smile. I've seen him smile a couple of times. He smiled at that girl who was leaving the stage when he did that, like, Youth for Trump event. Be back to caliphate. You got Baghdadi and Associates. You got Soleimani. You got yeah. the Al Qaeda no, leader in Yemen. We've done a lot. So back, back you know, we took out Soleimani, number one terrorist in the world. We took out Al Baghdadi. He was also considered number one. I guess they fought for number one. I got them both. Obama should have gotten Al Baghdadi. Al Baghdadi oh. wasn't in charge when Obama was in office. By the way, there were like six guys in charge of the ISIS thing. They were they were shrinking at the same time. One of the reasons Trump always is like, "Sir, we have no ammunition." The reason he thinks that's true is because they wanted more smart bombs because Obama had used up all the smart bombs they had uh, striking ISIS and, and had ordered, uh, you know, 
whatever 1.5 billion more dollars allocated to the to that than they had the previous year. We took them both out. Uh, we, we took 100% of the caliphate. When I took it over, it was all over the place. It was a disaster. So, uh, That's the ISIS caliphate. It won't oh, be. Yeah. Just in case ISIS you were wondering, in case you thought it was uh, like yesterday, I was like, it's the Ben and Jerry's caliphate. Um, I always get confused. I mix up my caliphates, don't you? Uh, oh, when, we, yeah. when we come back at the top of the hour, um, Scott Duff from out Chicago is going to be with us to talk about Pride Month, um, which I feel like on a, on a civil rights level is is in the same boat as infrastructure week um is a you know is a rolling presentation of reality in the midst of all this insanity um so we will talk to scott about efforts made to continue what's you know the needed progress for lgbt people and the supreme court case that came down there's a couple more that are coming up as well um it was a shocking and surprising case especially for the trump crowd so uh, we'll talk about that when we come back it's the House Parks Radio program, Mega Worldwide, on WCPT Radio, Chicago's Progressive Talk. Welcome back to the House Sparks Radio program, Mega Worldwide. Now time for the happy ending. Yay! Uh, the happy ending would be the ending of Trump's presidency early, but uh, we'll, it, it, which we may be talking about, according to Rick Wilson, if he decides he's just not going to lose uh, a four in a 400 electoral vote landslide, that he might just drop the mic and split and let Mike Pence take care of stuff. Um, we've got three articles. Um, New York Times first broke this story that Richard was bringing up um, that says... Uh, Russia secretly offered Afghan militants bounties to kill U.S. troops. The Guardian followed up with their own article. Outrage mounts over report Russia offered bounties to Afghanistan militants for killing U.S. soldiers. They also offered bounties on British soldiers. Thank you, Kelly. Thanks to everybody for super chatting in the in at infotainmentwars.com to support the show. I love and appreciate you guys. It's awesome. And to all of our patrons as well for keeping this show on the air. Uh, you are our lifeblood, and we appreciate you. Um, outrage mounts over report. Russia uh, offered bounties to Afghan militants for killing U.S. soldiers. They paid the bounties, for the record. The outrage is, you know, they can offer a bunch of stuff. They actually paid for it. The uh, Washington Post is writing, Russian operation targeted coalition troops in Afghanistan intelligence finds. A Russian military spy unit offered bounties to Taliban-linked militants to attack coalition forces in Afghanistan, including U.S. and British troops, in a striking escalation of the Kremlin's hostility towards the United States, American intelligence has found. Donald Trump has never had a bad word about Vladimir Putin the entire time he's been in his office, and after he got this intel, wanted Russia added to the G7. Just for the record, uh, this this we're finding out about this. They had this meeting before Trump started pushing again for them for us to include Russia in the G7. He also is removing forces from Germany, NATO forces from Germany, which would uh, the only country in the world that would want that is Russia. It's insane that this is not a, a bigger story than it already is. It's disgusting. Um, let's take another call. Um, who do we have, Devin? We got our friend Old Bob out in Indiana. 
Old Bob's with us. We get an old Bob check-in. Thank God. Old Bob, how are you? Are you with us? Uh, I just, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I'm with you, and, and I hope you uh, kids are doing okay. We're holding and, it together. Uh, I'm going to get off the horn now because I want to listen to you talk to someone smart. Toodle. <laughs> Thanks, thanks, old Bob. We're just glad to hear you're okay. We love when he, when he checks in with us. We're glad you're staying healthy and secure. Please continue to do so. Um, and we'll talk to you again. Check in with us earlier next time. Who else do we have, Devin? Next, we got George from the South Side. Cool. Hey, George. Thank you, Colonel Sparks, sir. <laughs> Thank I, uh... you. Yes, absolutely. Uh, at ease. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, sir. And I'll have a yeah. mint julep, if you please. Um, <laughs> I don't drink Donald on duty. Trump's we'll have well to talk to the quartermaster. It, <laughs> given Donald Trump's uh, well-known proclivities and attitudes towards women, it wouldn't surprise mm-hmm. me if Mary Trump's book has some really devastating incidents to report. I mean, we're all in remember the yeah. Donald's remark that if Ivanka wasn't his daughter, he'd want to date her and his invasion of the dressing room with the junior Miss Pageant, wandering around all the underage girls, and, of course, the Billy Bush interview. Uh, It wouldn't surprise me if Mary Trump, being the well-established clinical psychologist that she is, will be able to recount in professional detail any incidents within the family Mm -hmm. where Donald Trump made untoward advances towards female family members, including perhaps she herself his niece. Well, we'll, uh, we shall see what the, you know, I, I, I know the book's going to come out. I know they're going to fail their, their, you know, legal attempt to stop it this week failed miserably. They were using the idea that she signed an NDA and her uh, inheritance is predicates on her staying, sticking to the NDA. At this point, if you're warning people about someone who you consider a danger to the public, NDAs are uh, null and void. And if her book comes out and, and I mean, just look at the title, like, I think it's like how my family created the most dangerous man in the world. Um, that's precisely what she's doing. The title itself makes it legal. I, you know, we've all seen the pictures of him with, uh, you know, uh, Ivanka sitting on his lap and the like. It is a frightening sight. It is very odd. Um, that interview he did with Don Jr. Even with he's totally ignoring Don Jr. And it's clear that somebody's standing off screen telling him basically how to talk to his own son. There's such a mess going on there. I don't know if there will be any stories of him being untoward towards family relatives. I do think there's a chance that there will be stories of how he behaved at family gatherings with other people's wives and other people's friends that are on par with how he treats women. Uh, That would not surprise me at all. If, it, if every other book written about the man is, uh, you know, except the ones he's had ghost written for him is indicative. So, this, uh, yeah, this may this may not be exactly on target, but the confidentiality privilege that uh, a patient has with a psychotherapist uh, does not preclude the psychotherapist from warning the authorities or interested nope. parties if that patient is clearly an imminent danger. And I think right. you can extend that a, principle she, to this book. Yeah, she wrote a book. Uh, she co- like she was the, uh, I guess, the 
the clinical basis for a book on schizophrenia, but she also did a report on stalkers specifically. And the, just the curious nature of that particular mindset and what drew her to talking about that and Trump's sort of creepy, obsessive behavior, even in that, remember the Taco Bowl picture for Cinco de Mayo, yeah. where you can see the the British Sudafed in the drawer behind him, the kind that has a higher meth content in it and that people you know crush and snort. And under the pile of magazines on his desk where he's eating his Taco Bowl, one of them, it was a People magazine open to pictures of his ex-wife. While he's married to Melania, he had pictures of um, uh, what the his I guess technically his second wife in a bathing Marla suit. You, yeah, Marla Maples. You could see her like the magazine poking out from under, and then she's going to write a. You know, she becomes uh, like his brother's daughter is writing stories about stalkers. The the mentality of this dude laid bare and how afraid they are of this particular take. Because Bolton's book. Read it for free. Don't pay a dime for it. That guy's a cretin. Birds of a feather. I mean, they're the same fleas on the same kind of dog. I don't care. But Mary's book is going to be hard for him to knock down because it's a family member calling out them. And she was also, by the way, the source for the tax fraud allegation story that came out that made Mary, um, the, the older sister of Donald Trump step down from her judgeship. She was the Mary Trump was the source on that. So and it and and apparently one of the people working on that story is the one who, you know, snuck off and helped her co-writer book because he was like, this is a giant story. Um, It's one of the reasons why the tax story fell apart at The New York Times, because those reporters got, you know, one of them split to write this book with her. Um, But you're you're absolutely right that it, it is going to be equal parts frightening and salacious. I don't doubt it. The big story is really how he's not going to be able to knock it down. Um, we have like three minutes left. Let me grab another caller. I appreciate the call. Um, uh, and we will talk to you again. Who else do we have, Devin? Next, we got Paul out in Wisconsin. Excellent. Hey, Paul. Yeah. Are you there? How are you doing? Uh, yeah, I'm good. Go ahead. Um, you know, if you want to get rid of pre- prejudice, people. And you want to make this go away. Quit talking about it. The news media, it's the only thing in town besides this so-called pandemic. Now, I find it pretty strange that Wait, so-called? The Democrats have been going after oh, Trump the, for two years now. Is it, is it so-called? It? Wait a minute, hold on. So, so-called pandemic, or did you say so-called plandemic? I call it a plandemic. I see. Why would you call it a plandemic? Well, it's pretty obvious. What's it, what are the odds of all of a sudden we have this pandemic when you've been trying to get rid of Trump for three years, and all of a sudden out of nowhere comes this oh, so it's personal virus. It does. It, I see. So AIDS was AIDS was created to get rid of Carter. Is that is that what we're doing? Ebola was created, an H1N1 just pop up to get rid of Obama because Trump was a birther. Because maybe he's just incapable that. of actually we handling real. Real test. See the difference? I mean, maybe he's you just maybe Listen maybe just second. maybe he's you incompetent. You can be perhaps. Told I appreciate the call, though. You uh, thanks, you guys, me. for listening. It's the House Parks Radio Program, Mega Worldwide. We're out of time. We're uh, we're at the tail end of the show. I hope that guy calls earlier next time because that would have been a, a fun ball of string to bat around for a little while. Um, <laughs> pandemic. You guys.
are morons and you're getting your own killed. We'll talk more about that in the next show. Take care. Johnny Million, love you. Devin, great job. Everybody at CPT, thank you so much. Happy Pride Month, everybody. Take care of yourself and take care of somebody else. We'll see you next time. Now, more than ever, we're all thinking about our hygiene. All day long, all day strong. We are washing our hands and sneezing into our eyes. That's right. But we are still taking a huge carry of virus with us everywhere our phone yeah they're a vector for disease and we rarely clean them i mean the other day we tried wiping one down I and i was like come on girl you know we know we need this. we know exactly what we need we are constantly touching our phones with our hands and even pressing them to our face yes. which is a no-no these days it's time to take cleaning your phone seriously that's right the clean phone pro sanitizer uses medically proven uv light technology to kill 99.99 percent of all bacteria that comes in contact with your phone that's right it's better than wipes and safe for your device because you can't boil it your Mm-mm. phone right no, you can't. and the clean phone pro gets every inch of your phone clean with the nine high power uvc lights mm. dedicated wireless charging pad on top of the chamber wow you can be sanitizing other items while wirelessly charging your phone or just use the clean phone pro as your go-to charging station at any time. Fully removable top means easier fit for more items and larger items. So, you know, you can be sanitizing your, your behind off. Depending on the size of your behind, yes. maybe you're behind too. Maybe. Uh, maybe. I don't know. Here's the deal. You got to go to thecleanphone.com today and get one for just $89 in free shipping when you use the code SEXYLIBERAL. If you're serious about hygiene, it's time to get serious about cleaning your phone. Go to thecleanphone.com and keep your phone truly clean. Remember, use the code SEXYLIBERAL for a two-day free shipping (laughs) and we will ship immediately. That's right. That's thecleanphone.com, thecleanphone.com.